Hey, Dwayne, did you take the swear word out of last week's episode? There's, there's a swear word? Yep, you said it. Well. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Welcome to Talking to Todd, weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure and apparently swear words are always an option, apparently. Hey, Todd. How's it going? Apparently, I have some editing to go back and do. Yikes. That's fine. I I always wanted to do an explicit podcast. You slap a label on that sucker. So I get get this text. Do you know you swore on the podcast? Wait, I what? So then we had to go find it. And then you did the research on what we would have to do to either make it explicit, right? Yeah. Or edit it. Well, not make it explicit. Like you you already made it explicit. Well, so the, que- the, the question was, did we need to label it as such? Thank you. Yes. Good clarification. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. And, and based on my extensive research of reading some stuff on Google. More um, or less than 30 seconds? Uh, well, it was probably less than 30 seconds. Although, I, I, to be honest, right, um, I, I had I had listened, and a number of my podcasts that I listened to at one point or another on air had discussed about, do we want to leave that in or take it out? And if we take it out, if we leave it in, we got to file some paperwork with, some, with Apple because they're really strict about this. And so... Um, yeah, that was the that was the point. I'm like, hmm, I should see if they're really strict about this. Yeah, yeah, they kind of are. So, um, yeah. So then it, it was. Yeah, we should we should probably we should probably fix that. Now, the downside of fixing a podcast that's already been released is once it's downloaded to your podcast player, um, you you have the original copy. So, what I'm actually assuming is is everybody that listened to it has no idea that you all the work that you did to go back in and fix it and then re-upload it. It's entirely possible that nobody actually heard the fix. Well, six people heard the fix because there have been six downloads since I re-uploaded because the count starts again. Oh, well, that's handy. There we go. But the first 10, so those of you, you know, doing math at home, 16 listeners last episode. That's what we got. So the first 10 got the original copy. The next six, and I haven't checked lately to see whether or not that number's changed. You know what I'm assuming? Now that states are loosening their stay-at-home restrictions, I think that's going to really hurt our demographics. I mean, I think I think we were doing really well when people were legally not re- legally required to not leave their homes. I think I, I think once things start opening up, we could see a dip in we could see a dip in listeners. I know most of our listeners, and not to disparage them, but you think they're really busy? <laughs> do, 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 you guys, do you guys understand your audience? Oh, we understand. Oh, oh, we know, we know. them. We know oh. them personally. Oh, yes, we do. We do bits specifically for specific listeners. Yes, we do. But not this week because because not one of the ones that we said we were going to do, we're not going to get to because uh, because we, we just have. Homework. Yeah, because we we don't do homework, but we'll get to that later. So, hey, um, hey, Dwayne, who's our guest this week? Um, our guest, our guest this week is Joe Mahoney. Awesome. Hey, Joe, it's good to hear you. I I, I need to insert a cricket sound here. <laughs> I will find one and I will drop it in. Joe hit the wall this week and punched out. Joe was going to come on, so we've been talking about doing been talking about doing this NFL poll, right? Survey, NFL survey, filling it out, right? We've been talking about this for two weeks now, still haven't done it. And then Joe gets an email survey from the Kansas City Royals. So he's- Because he's a Royals fan, right? No, because he's a Phillies fan who went to a Royals game. Oh, yeah. Well, that's how that works. Okay. Sense. It, it, It makes as much sense as the MLB blackouts. Good point. It's the same technology. It right, figures exactly. all this stuff out. Yeah. So um, so he sends it over to me as a Royals fan, figuring it would be more applicable for me. And immediately I think, oh, good. Something for the podcast. 
As as we do now. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Oh, thank God. I've got something for the podcast. Whew. So we were we were going to have Joe on since we've talked about him on several of the episodes, but he hasn't appeared as a guest yet. And the three of us were going to do this. And then he's also got to drive to Notre Dame this weekend to, to go with Quinn to clean out Quinn's dorm room because Quinn's been home since before spring break. So he's got like, I don't know, eight hours in the car or something each way that he also has to drive. He's like, you know, I need to take a rain check on this. So Joe pulling a Lucas, making the appointment and then ditching us. Yeah. You know, in our, in our fantasy league, um, we have a, we have a phrase that we've used for years. Um, when now, and, and to be honest, right, this is, this is, this is scheduled. This isn't even where we're like, this is this, this whole thing with the, with the, with our guests, this is another level. But, but when we do our draft every year, when we get together across this country, one person can't make it no matter when we do it, Sunday, Saturday, Wednesday, what, what kids can't do it. Right. Most of the time it's always at the same time and on the same day of the year, every year. Yeah. We know ahead of time, right? We like know, a year out. We know now when it's going to be three years from now, generally. And, uh, and John, and, and John Torbert can't make it. Nope. Just, he's, he's never made <laughs> one. Not going to make it again. Right. <laughs> Well, he texts me every year. Let me know what time the draft is so that I can be sure to not make it. He sends me the same text every year without fail. <laughs> well, because 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 we do it at the same time every year, you know, he probably that could just be like on a like that's just an automated message. Like that's not he doesn't even have to send it <laughs> once a year. <laughs> so so he leaves us instructions to just use the just just use the ratings and pick the next highest person that's available for him. And then over years we've had to we've had to actually modify that because that strategy is too successful. We keep losing to it. So so we have to put in modifications because it turns out that his teams are the best teams. But we refer to that in our league as just Torbert my draft. Just Torbert my draft, right? I if can't, you can't make, make it, it. I can't make it Torbert my draft. Right. Or I can make it for the first two rounds and, and then, then Torbert, Torbert, Torbert the rest. Yeah. yeah Torbert the rest. Yeah. Just Torbert, yeah. Just Torbert it. So, so I'm now proposing gonna... when we book a guest. Yes. And we put him in the line, we put him in the rundown and we say, we're going to build our entire episode around this guest. And then within hours of recording, they duck out. Yes. We're just going to refer to it as, Hey, what happened to your guest? Oh, they Lucas. <laughs> Yep, that's a thing. Hey, Dwayne, is, uh, is Mahoney getting on? No, he Lucas. No, he Lucas. He Lucas. Well, I guess we're just going to have to torpedo the rest of the show. It's better than torpedoing the show, which is what we normally do. Good point. Show's still early. Hey, they can't all be winners. <laughs> okay, so I've got this Kansas City Royals survey up. Let's we'll just go through it, and we may end up whooshing this thing. But we'll see. We'll see what we come up with. That's that. That is the technical phrase for what we did to the NFL draft. We whooshed we just, it. We whooshed it. Yes. That, that's where we spend two and a half hours doing something and then boil it down to 90 seconds that we think is the good parts. It was the good parts. <laughs> Though, we, uh, what, I'm, what I'm saying is we think it's the good parts. I, we, we didn't get a ton of feedback saying that was really great. So anyway. But, all right, so we have a we have a Kansas City Royals. So so this is a this is a survey that was sent out by the Kansas City Royals. They thought to their fans, <laughs> but instead they sent it to the Phillies fans who just happened to attend. We all know it. We've been living in unprecedented times. I'm now reading from the email. As our communities start the return to normalcy, there's a glimmer of light at the end of the tunnel for us and you. That's Royals baseball. I can. I can barely keep it together. And you're a Royals fan. Right? Yes. I'm just I'm not, I'm I'm trying I'm trying not to not to jump in here and rain on your parade. <laughs> oh boy. Yes, it will be a little different at first, but we want to hear from you. When the K opens up to fans, what can we do to make you want to bring your friends and family to a game? What can we do to make you feel safer at the ballpark? What can we do to make your first game back more enjoyable? 
right? Below is an online survey. We're asking you to fill out your opinion as it always has been is important to us and we it will influence how we handle our return to baseball. We appreciate everything you've already shared with us and look forward to hearing what more you have to say. Thank you. Stay safe, stay healthy and stay hashtag always Royal. Okay. So, so two thoughts popped in my head while you were reading that. <clears throat> Number one, do we have per, do we have the express written consent of the commissioner of baseball to, to talk about this on the air? No. Yeah, it's fine. That's okay. It's, it's probably not covered. Um, number two, I was no, thinking Houston Astros is. If this is a Houston Astros survey, there would be copyright protection. And do you know why? Because that's one of the things that that canceled our mug. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, all right. That's later. Sorry, Shavin. We'll, we'll come oh, back my. to that. Teaser. I did, not, I did not know that though. Okay. All right. Oh, those. Anyway, okay, fine. <laughs> God, I, I regret ever talking about them. Okay, the other piece is, and and this is where now I start taking a shot at your team. So just just to be clear, I got I got I got like a minute and a half into this. I do think because I have been I have been to a I've been to multiple Royals baseball games. I've I've been to one with you and Amy when it was absolutely packed because the Cubs were in town. <laughs> I've Lisa and I have also been to a game where we pulled up and parked in the front row and walked in at a major league baseball game. We didn't, we didn't get there early. We got there on time, parked in the front row, walked in, sat down, watched a baseball game. So my thought is, as we pointed out earlier, last episode, we had 16 listeners to this podcast. 17. I, 17. Oh, okay. We picked one up. I checked. Okay. To be completely honest, I think that we are probably the exact sweet spot as to what the Royals are in, because if they can get 17 people into that ballpark for a, for a game this, this year, that's about what they're shooting for. So now I'm starting to see, yeah, this makes sense. We can help yeah, them. We can help. Okay, cool. Now, yeah. Okay. Let's, let's go ahead and start it. Let's, uh, let's see what, let's see what happens here. Question one, what's your gender? Male, female, prefer not to answer. Okay. Uh, what best describes your age? I can still put 40 to 49. Right. Ride that out as long as you can. Household income, marital status, single, long-term relationship, married, prefer not to say. After the pandemic, prefer not to say. This is a long-term, actually, we've been in a long-term relationship, and it's a really long-term right now married. <laughs> Do you have children under 18 in your household? No, actually. You know, this is the first survey I've ever done where I actually get to put no. Well, it's not the it's not the first survey you've ever done. It's the first survey in 18 years that you've done. <laughs> that's well, that's yes, you're right. That's true. I, yeah. don't, I don't I don't mean to be pedantic. By the way, we don't have words this week, but I'm just using it again. So we're so nice. You used it twice. How big a fan are you of the Kansas City Royals? I'm assuming they're talking to me as opposed to you. But here are your options. One, not a fan. Two, three, casual fan. Four, five, avid fan. If you're a two or a four, they, they don't have labels. So you're somewhere between not a fan and casual fan or you're nothing. So here's my thought. You've, you've asked all these demographics. So you get an email. From yes. the Royals, right? Yeah. From the Royals. And it says, we would love your input into what it would take to come back to the K, which, right, Kauffman Stadium. You then start taking it, and it asks a whole bunch of demographic questions. And then the, the next question after the demographics question is, how big a fan are you? And one of the choices is, not a fan. I'm not a fan. Who is not a fan of the Royals? That Joe has made Mahoney. it. It's that, Joe Mahoney <laughs> that has made it this far in. It's like not a fan at all, but I love answering questions from strangers about my marital status. So sure, I'm in. Okay, so let's. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'm going to go with four. Yeah, that. <laughs> uh, yeah, they haven't won the World Series in a couple of years, so four sounds about right. So four sounds about right. Sure. Okay. If 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 they just come off of a World Series title, um, it would be five, and a lot more people would be picking that. They'd also be answering the survey. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, 
a sliding scale from zero to 81, approximately how many Royals home games did you attend in the 2019 season? Joe attended more than I did. <laughs> now, if if Alice is taking this survey, our friend Alice from college, um, she's probably in the, I don't know, I'm going to guess 10 range, maybe? Maybe more? I don't know. If she's listening, maybe she'll let us know. But um, slider for me is going to stay on zero. Did you attend any Royals games? Yes. Uh, let me check the calendar. No. Lisa spent a ton of time in Kansas City. She did, but did she attend any Royals games? Um, I don't believe so. Normally, when she attends baseball games without me, she sends me a text message that says, "Guess where I am," and then shows a picture of her and her friends at baseball stadiums around the country that. Uh, to point out that she's having fun at a baseball stadium and I'm not. I don't, that's happened at multiple stadiums, by the way. Um, it's 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 healthy. Here you go. Hey, look at this. Oh, that looks nice. Oh, um, I I don't remember getting one of those recently, so I don't believe she attended any either. So, of of the three of the of the four of us, Joe has attended the most Royals games the most recently. Of any of us. And how many was that? Uh, one. <laughs> I think. Yeah, let's say one. Let's sure. say one. Okay. Let's say one. Between, between in aggregate of all of us, one. Okay. Please indicate if you held any of the following ticket plans in 2019 or intend to hold any of the following ticket plans for the 2021, 2020 season prior to the outbreak. Please also indicate any plans you might have to be a plan holder in 2021. Single game buyer, full season, half season, partial plan, 10 game plan. None, none, and none. How how did you if you if you answered yes to any of the 20 or 21 questions, <clears throat> this anonymous survey was going immediately to the sales staff. Right? What's it gonna take me? What's it gonna take to get you into a 10 game package for this year? Okay, so okay, so this is how do you typically get your Kansas City Royals news and information? Select all that apply. Email, yes. Website royals.com, yes. Royal social media, yes. Text, radio. Sorry, sorry, Dwayne, Dwayne. That's the Royal social meds. Oh, thank you. Yes. I can't say it. <laughs> but I can. Thank you. Um, text, radio, television, direct mail, other, please explain. Joe Mahoney. Okay, sure, why not? Prior to the outbreak, select the option that best describes how often you purchased food and or beverage at Royals games. 10% of the time, less than 50, but more than 10. Purchased food and or a beverage, more than 50, but less than 90%. I purchased food and a beverage more than 90% of the time I attended. Who goes to a baseball game and doesn't eat or drink something? I think if you have if you have a full season ticket package, you you're smuggling in all the food and beverage you can because oh. you just bought tickets for 81 baseball games. So there's no there's no more money left for for $15 hot dogs and $20 beers. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say 90. Do you think that's fair? Yeah, I think that that sounds about right. For for us casual fans, yeah. yeah if I was gonna if I was gonna go to a baseball game, yeah, I mean, I'd, four, not fives. How? Oh, oh. Now we're getting into uh, now. Now we're getting into current events. What, what would you say your credit card number is? <laughs> <laughs> on a, how many tickets on a scale from two to twenty? How many tickets can we? <laughs> can we tell you? <laughs> survey took a turn yeah. <laughs> hey no back button dude you're, you're you're locked in congratulations thank you for being a supporter of the 19 the 2020 kansas city royals i'd like to see you soon it's all about fun you know why because it's not about winning <laughs> uh how concerned are you about covid19 coronavirus very concerned, somewhat concerned, neither concerned nor unconcerned, somewhat concerned, not at all concerned. I haven't left my house in 10 weeks, so we're going to say, let's, let's, let's bump that up to the, to the concerned level, the 
the top end of the concern, I think. Top end of the concern. Okay. I, I think that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, you're you're still in an undisclosed location surrounded by toilet paper. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Please rate your level of agreement with the following statement. My chance of contracting coronavirus COVID-19 would increase if I attended a Kansas City Royals game with fans in the stands. Your level of agreement. Strongly agree, somewhat agree, neither agree nor disagree, somewhat disagree, strongly disagree. So in most sporting events, I would say strongly agree. But the Kansas City Royals have been successfully social distancing their fans for years. <laughs> you you take this row. No, the whole row is yours. That's fine. It's fine. There's there's a guy over there. <laughs> and there's a guy over there. The good news is again, in the game that in in the the game that I went to that wasn't like there there were just just so everybody's aware. And and the reason I I'm, I'm I'm trying not to make fun of them but no i am because that's what we do but there were no lines for the bathroom or any of the vending no hold on wait 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 a second hold on yeah i attended a royals game last year (laughs) you did oh that changes everything yes i did feldman and i got in the car and with my dad and drove down and picked up my uncle Dan and the four of us went because dad had free tickets. I never bought tickets to a Royals game last year. But you attended, but I attended because dad got free tickets. And so the four of us went and yes, I did buy food and drink. Yes. Yes. I attended. I have attended in the last year. It was clearly so memorable. <laughs> Sorry. Your dad will be happy to know that attending a baseball game with him at this point in your life is not something that you remember to doing with him, but that's fine. That's there, there are pictures and everything. If Felderman's going to say the same thing, <laughs> dude, we spent three hours each way in the car. He's, How do you not remember this? He's uh, yelling. He's yelling at his podcast player right now. He's texting me <laughs> while he's listening. Dude, what? we were there. Come on. What the hey? Oh. Okay, so we, we feel better though now because now now our answers are pretty legit. At least one of us has yes, exactly. Yeah. So okay. hey, right. about that. But again, because I didn't actually buy the tickets or give them my email address would explain why Joe got the survey as opposed to me. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. That and that's um, the way to do it. That's how that's how you keep all these uh, all the data the, the the people that are trying to get all your data. You you just you never buy anything. You just you just let other people do it and then give them other people's email addresses. Isn't that how you watch Netflix? <laughs> that was the deal. Uh, you, you go to a website, you 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 find you find an email address from Russia and you just type it in. You just type it in. It's fine. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's, it's it's like, it's like national public radio, right? It's just it's 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 public video, right? You just you know what you do with that though? What do you, you do? Just fold it in. Oh, you, yeah, you just fold it in. Fold it in. Yeah, so I, but I really need more context. Is it the Cardinals series? Are the Cubs in town? Are they selling every seat? Are they checkerboarding? Are they? I, I mean, how let's, are they? What? Let's I, just I, assume. Okay, because okay. because okay. otherwise we'll, we'll we'll spiral down into uh, into planning hell. So this is Dwayne. As it turns out, we did spiral, as we thought. So uh, we're now getting the whooshed version of the rest of the survey. Here we go. How likely would you be to attend a game played in front of a live audience? I don't know. How likely would it be for my father to come up with four free tickets? <laughs> I am definitely not paying to go to free tickets. Oh, oh, Where do I, oh they're free. What, what time? <laughs> I don't know. What time can you be here? Eager to attend, but I have a few concerns about maintaining my health and safety. I think that probably captures it accurately, right? I mean, I want to go. You, well, here's the thing. <laughs> you forgot you went last year. You're not eager to go with or without a vaccine in general. <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> Did that make any sense? No, but that's fine. I can go with it. Um, <laughs> increased signage around sanitation. Yes. Right. Did you ever go into a motel that put one of those paper strips across the toilet seat that said sanitized for your protection? Yes. 
Can you imagine that across the infield? <laughs> the stadium. It's just the whole stadium. It's just a piece of paper. Don't worry. We've sanitized it for your protection. Just as well as they did in that motel. <laughs> Which means we put a piece of paper on it. But you've been to the K. What it would be is a ribbon from the top deck to the other top deck that you could look up and it will read sanitized for your protection. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, and okay, so the last question is an entirely contactless experience from entry to security. Everyone's wearing glasses. No one's wearing contacts. Okay. An entirely contactless experience from entry that's, to security. That's the Royals offense last year. <laughs> They made no contact <laughs> the entire season. They didn't contact anything. Just sit down. Just sit down. If it's good enough for the players, it's good enough for the it's fans. Enough for everybody else. It's an entirely contactless experience. <laughs> Would you use a touchscreen kiosk to order and pay? Well, that seems like a terrible idea. Right? I would be less likely right. to do that. That's, that's even worse than what you have now. <laughs> The rest of these down this list, I've I've had this conversation a couple of times in the last couple of days as I've as I've seen people and we've been talking about stuff. Um, things that we are now doing that we should have been doing all along, like regularly visibly wiping down surfaces, self-order kiosks, and other things people touch. How are we not doing this all along? Item two. Employees visibly wearing food safety apparel. Were they not doing that before? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, I guess we're going to have to start putting those damn hairnets on. Please share any. Oh, hey, we're finally there. Please share any final thoughts you have about your sentiments surrounding attending a Kansas City Royals game in the wake of the COVID-19 coronavirus outbreak. Can you get my dad free tickets? Thanks for all of those questions. Could you extend the nets? As long as we're talking about safety. I'm just saying, look, the COVID thing is real, but there are some other dangerous things at the baseball stadium. As long as we're talking about safety, how about extending the nets in the stadium to protect the fans from foul balls? Somebody's going to get that and go, it's not what we're asking about, dude. That's not what we're asking. Oh, he barely hasn't listened to the podcast because he knows if he had, he would know that we go down rabbit holes all the time and never recover. We thank you for your time spent taking this survey. Your response has been recorded. Thank you, Kansas City Royals, for entertaining us for now. One hour and one minute and 23 seconds. Hi, this is Dwayne again. So I condensed 25 minutes worth of commentary into that whooshed part for whatever it's worth. So now we'll dip back into the regular recording and we'll take it from there. Are we back to uh, are we back to follow up? I think we're back to follow up. That was fun though. Turns out my uh, that 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 survey took longer than I expected, but I, I feel like we've done our civic duty to let the royals know how how we well you well let's be honest like how you would react if they would give your dad some free tickets this year. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That I think you actually you. <laughs> I think you accurately summed that up. All right. So um, on to follow up. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> we're an hour into the show and we're just a feedback, which is the first thing in the rundown. Uh, so uh, Mark texted, he still hates soccer. Yeah. Well, what can you do? Uh, you know, the, the more he complains about it, the more we're going to talk about it. Um, Do you see the Bundesliga started up? I did. And for all of our soccer loving fans, the athletic actually had an article that said, looking for a Bundesliga team to support, let our writers help you. Now, Dwayne, I know that you have a favorite Bundesliga team. Go, go Hoffa. <laughs> there you go. Right. Uh, and, uh, and of course, you know, I, I've, I've got mine. Uh, cause you know, you've, you've got to have, you got to have a favorite team in, you know, the Bundesliga and La Liga and Serie A and, uh, and Liga MX and, you know, all the leagues. Right. Um, but I think we know somebody who is pro who needs to have a Bundesliga team to support. I think I know who you're talking about. 
Yeah. I think that we should assign a favorite team from the German Football Federation to Mark Felderman so that he, he, I think the only problem is, is it's not that he hates soccer. It's that he just hasn't had a favorite team to root for. So if we assign him a team to root for, I think, I think this is just going to open up a whole new world for him. A, I think you're right. And B, do you know how I know this? How do you know this? Because, uh, when I took a work trip to New Haven, Connecticut, I came home with a Yale hockey shirt for him and now he's a Yale hockey fan. So really all it takes, and maybe he's not a fan of the hockey as much as he is of the shirt, but regardless, he wears a Yale hockey shirt. So I think all we really have to do is assign him a team. I think this is a great idea. So now, now which team? Well, Bayern Munich? Nah, you know what? Here's the thing. We don't, we don't want him to be seen as a front runner, right? You know, Bayern Munich, that they're, they're, uh, you know, they're one of the top leagues or the top teams in, in all of Europe. Um, that, that just feels like a little, that, that feels like a front runner. And Mark doesn't seem like a front runner kind of guy to me. Right. Um, who, what do we have here? We got Augsburg, uh, Hertha BSC. Paterborn's at the bottom of the league. They get 16 points. There's a couple, I took three years of German in school and there's a couple of them I can't even pronounce. So we're just going to skip over those. Hoffenheim, Leipzig. No, nope, nope, I got those. Um, let's see. Oh, here's one. Actually, Cologne. I, I'm not reading the entire article about it, but it has a picture of a goat. That's a, that's almost Cubs-ish, right? It kind yeah. of is, isn't it? Although, according to this article, here's one. It says all of the hipsters, and I think we can we can agree. If there is a definition of a hipster, I think it's Mark Felderman, right? Only on days that end in Y. <clears throat> according to this... Uh, and I actually, I'm going to pronounce this wrong because I just, I actually watched them play this weekend, uh, for a few minutes. And, um, I did not realize which team I was watching because the announcer pronounced this word a way that I'd never heard it pronounced, but there is union Berlin. And according to another writer in here, whose favorite team is not union Berlin, um, union Berlin is the, is the team of the hipsters. Oh, well then I think it's definitely union Berlin. I think so. I mean, Berlin, he's heard of Berlin, right? So he can get behind that. Mark, congratulations. You're now a fan of Union Berlin. And congratulations to Union Berlin. You have now picked up a new fan in Iowa, Mark Felderman. It's a win-win. Your shirt's in the mail. (laughs) So the next question, just to make sure here, is uh, have you looked at the Bundesliga table? I have not. See, that's that's the important thing. We haven't looked at the table yet. Bundesliga table. Oh, they're on Sunday at five. They're playing Munich. So don't, so don't call Mark Sunday at five. Because oh, he's busy. He's, he's definitely busy. Busy, he's definitely busy watching his Union Berlin. What, what are they? Um, well, they're 12. They're, they're 12. fighting Union. They're fighting Union. Uh, <laughs> This bit's turning out better than I thought it was going to. <laughs> oh, you're going to get a text. Oh, oh my two. God. Am I going to get a text? So, um, so by the way, they, they are 12th on the table. Union Berlin is sitting on, they've played 26 games. Um, and out of 26 games, oh, yep. This is, oh, God, this is just going to, this is one, one of the reasons why Mark hates soccer. <laughs> they've played 26 games. They've, they've won nine and they've only lost three. That's a really good record. That means they've tied 14 times. Yeah, that's exactly why Mark hates soccer. <laughs> I mean, this is the perfect, this is the perfect team for him. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, we'll find out. We'll have to ask him next time he comes on how his team is doing. And, oh, you know, we're going to ask him, are you kidding me? Um, for the rest of the season, we're going to be letting Mark know exactly how his team is doing. <laughs> we're not going to need to ask him. We're going to get to tell him every week, every week, every week. Well, he's going to uh, watch all the matches, so he's going to know. But in the interest of everybody else, because basically the, 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 the segment's going to be, how's Mark's uh, Union Berlin team doing this week? And then we're going to have to share that. So congratulations, uh, Mark, on uh, on a new uh, on a new 
uh, a new soccer team to be rooting for. Go fighting unions. Go. Uh, let's see. What else did we have? We had um, we had a request and frankly, a promise that we would do a bit on bad masterclasses. And much like every other senior during graduation week, I did no homework. How about you? Um, yeah, I was going to, but then I was watching YouTube, and so uh, no, didn't didn't do, didn't do my homework either. So, were you uh, busy on social media? Yeah, I was just I was just blowing up. The, by the way, okay. So as long as you're as long as you're going to bring that up, and I know this is this is no longer follow up. You, you know how you know how you get all the spam email. The, it's just ridiculous, right? Like, you know, it's it's misspelled and, you know, all the email I get from FBI director Chris Bray letting me know that I've either won a whole lot of money or I'm going to jail or whatever. Hold on. But just, did we veer into Todd's tech corner? No. Because we promised we wouldn't do that. Okay, good. No, 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 okay, no, no, just, no, no, no. No. Because I want to give people a warning that you don't, you're not going to sneak in a Todd's tech corner on them when we promised we wouldn't do that. No, no, that, that would be unfair. Um, this is... This, Sorry, go ahead. I, I apologize. Go ahead. I mean, you're the one that brought up the social meds. So, so this, is, this is how this is going to work. So I, I, got, I got a piece of email that I, I should have just marked as spam and gotten rid of. But I looked at it and I thought, you know, sometimes, I mean, some of these emails, um, some of the spam emails are just ridiculous, right? Like, you know, uh, by the way, if you if you send me twenty five hundred dollars, I'll send you ten million dollars. Whatever. Okay, fine. Whatever. Yes. This one caught my attention though, because now at this point they're not even trying. Because he, I'm just going to read you this email. It's pretty short. <clears throat> hey Todd, my name is Kim, and I'm the hiring manager for paid social media jobs. You expressed an interest in working as a paid social media worker on our platform a while ago, but. <laughs> But you never completed your application. Oh yeah, yeah, that sounds like something I did. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah, uh-huh. that's it. That's right up your alley. Oh man, they they really want me. <clears throat> we are currently looking to hire more social media workers from the United States right now, and full training is provided. Complete your application, which is a clickable link. Now, if you're still interested, the pay is twenty five to thirty five dollars an hour, depending on experience. Regards, Kim. Oh, is there a, is there a phone number for you to call for more information? Um, no, but if I want to be removed from their email, from their mailing list, I can send, <laughs> Jeez. I, I can get an envelope and put a stamp on it and mail it to spring, Texas. Yeah. So anyway, there you go. Uh, I was, somebody was trying to dupe me into clicking on a link by telling me that I expressed an interest in working as a paid social media worker a while ago. But I obviously got distracted and didn't fill that out. Like, oh, you know me so well. Okay, so we've we've established that uh, that we did not we did not come up with any bad master classes. We did not. We didn't come up with any more than we came up with last week on the fly. Those were not good. Um, okay. So, no, so, what we left in was the good ones. <sighs> what we left in was the mediocre ones. The bad ones we cut out. We probably went for 10 minutes on that and I cut it all out. None of it was none of it. We'd had to really, really change the level of podcast in terms of its classification. If we left those in, they were really awful. So we didn't, so we didn't do, we didn't do our homework for bad master classes. Um, in the saga of our $22 from the, from Google in the mid nineties, do we, did we, did we get a check? We did not get a check. Um, status update as of this morning. We have received your claim and are reviewing your information. We will contact you if we require additional information. So they did get my letter, which I read part of last week. So here's, here's well, my thought. <laughs> They'll contact us if they need any more information. We literally have no more information to give. Right. Yes. That was it. Okay. So we didn't do our homework. We don't have our $22. That has to be the end of the bad news for the week. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> really? Okay. What what else didn't go well? So um, I went to order one of our commemorative 100 download word cloud mugs. Yeah, the ones that I promoted extensively on last episode. You did. Yeah. Thank you for that. Uh-huh. So I went to go order one, and actually I was going to give it to Felderman because it's got his name on it. 
Yeah, but now we have to send him a Union Berlin mug. (laughs) Good news, Mark. So I ordered it and it got rejected for copyright issues. I'm like, somebody, somebody's taking ownership of the stuff we're doing. I was like, right. Who, who could possibly? So I sent them a note. It's words on a mug from a podcast. It's a word cloud. And I designed it. And I'm the co-owner and co-host of the podcast. Uh, I'm, I'm at a loss. Please email me back and let me know what I did that violates copyright so that I can not do it in the future. Thanks. Send him a nice note, right? I was a little, there was, I don't know, maybe 2% snark. And if you know me, it took me a while to get to that, but I did. Had to take a couple of runs at that one, huh? There was a lot of editing and I, I got a message back. Uh, we'd love to offer every design, but we uh, must abide by blah, blah, blah. Um, due to intellectual property concerns, your submitted design was not approved for the marketplace because Zazzle is not licensed to sell or produce unauthorized merchandise of the Houston Astros, the NFL, and wait for it, Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger. Damn, I knew it. Okay. In this instance, your product contained text referencing the Houston Astros, NFL. And Mick Jagger. We're sorry for any disappointment, but you ho- we hope you understand our position in this regard. And I sent back a note that says, all good, totally get it. I've already revised and resubmitted and have removed those references. Thanks so much for the guidance, Dwayne. Uh, nobody's going to read my response. We're fixed. And there is now a revised word cloud mug in the merch department, which I have now ordered. It does not reference the NFL or Mick Jagger. Sorry, Lisa. Here's the thing I took away from that though. And I think this is, I think this is going to help us, right? Um, as, as part of our, as a part of our advertising blitz. So everything, everything that was on that mug was stuff that we talked about in our podcast, correct? Yes. And they said that they were not licensed for specific intellectual property, correct? Boy, if we got them fooled, but okay. Well, that was, that was my thought was. This podcast is intellectual. Zazzle. <laughs> Todd's word this week was zazzle. He managed to get it in an hour and 25 minutes in. But with the revision, now since I had the opportunity to do a revision and I had to replace some of the words like Houston and Astros and Mick please Jagger. Tell, please, please tell me you replaced Astros with the word cheaters. <laughs> Just... <laughs> See, that would have been really funny, but I didn't get to it. I do have $22 on there, though. So, see, if you would have ran this past me, what I would have said is take out Astros, put in cheaters, take out NFL, and put in the words intellectual property. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, and I'm not. But here's the thing: I'm not messing with Mick Jagger, so take that out and leave that out. Take that out entirely. No, nope, <laughs> we know better than to mess with Mick Jagger. Not yeah, I don't. Have. I do. I do not want the Hell's Angels coming after us. So we just we do not mess with him. There are some ideas for Mug Two, and if you have more ideas for Mug Two, you can send them to feedback at talkingtotod.com. Oh, you know what's going on that mug? Although not together, we're gonna have to separate them into two separate words so we don't get. We don't get busted, but somewhere in that ne- the next mug, the word union <laughs> and the word Berlin, which is Mark Felderman's favorite Bundesliga team needs to appear on the mug. Oh, I think that's fantastic. All right. So now it's time for where we, where we get to the NFL survey. Do we have any time to take it this week? I don't think we do. No, this is who's the, who's the guest that Jimmy Kimmel never has time for. Uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yes, it's Matt Damon. So, we're going to continue to refer to the NFL survey that we are never going to take. In fact, Amy asked me, what are you guys doing tonight? We're doing a Kansas City Royal survey. Were you guys going to do an NFL survey? Yeah. Wasn't I going to be on that one? Yeah, but you know. Yeah, but you Lucas does. So uh, we're just going to save it. Oh, uh, do we? Did you learn anything this week? <clears throat> I did. Oh, really? Yeah. Surprisingly, right? It's Dwayne's like, now is when you start paying attention. (laughs) 
So as, uh, as, as, as we've been continuing here, hanging out in the, in the undisclosed location, um, I decided it was time to bring back a, uh, a, a favorite of summers of, of my youth, which is making sun tea, right? Uh, Dwayne, did you guys ever make sun tea? We did make sun tea. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, that's just, that's just Americana, right? Like you, you just, you, you get, you get the, you get the thing of water and you put in some sun, some tea bags and you set it out and you let the sun do its magic and it makes sun tea that you can then put in the fridge and puts it over ice. And it's like, that's great. Right. So we started that and we started to do some sun tea and me being me, I thought just, I'll just Google sun tea Oh, on a scale of one to five. from the Royals thing on the scale of one to five is sun tea good for you, not good for you or bad for you. Where would you put sun tea? Well, I mean, you know, it's tea. So I don't know. Three. Yeah. So here's the funny thing. I've had a whole bunch of articles. Now they all basically said the exact same thing. Many of them with the exact same words. Cause so I kind of feel like one person probably wrote an article and everybody's just copy and pasted it. But here's basically the just the gist of sun tea. You set out this this thing of water and you put in the tea bags and you let it sit in the sun for four or five hours and then, you know, bring it in and put it in, put it in the fridge or whatever. What, what the articles basically say is do anything else you want with your tea, but for God's sakes, do not make it in the sun. <laughs> and, and here's why. The, 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 the idea of sun tea originally was, especially if it was hot in your house, instead of boiling water and firing up your stove and making your house hot inside, right? You just make it outside because the sun is hot. But if you boil water, right? If you get, if you get water up to, to boiling or near boiling even, right? You get it up to 180, 190, you know, 212 degrees, whatever. And you make tea, that's perfectly fine, right? People have been doing that for a long time. Great. You're good there. If you put tea out in the sun, the maximum temperature that that water will hit anywhere you are is 130 degrees, is the maximum temperature that your water with that tea in it, will it won't exceed 130 degrees, which happens to be right around the exact temperature that is the perfect temperature for bacteria to grow. So it basically said, you're not, you're not making sun tea. You're doing a science experiment. Now, most of the articles then went on to say, is it going to hurt you? Eh, probably not. And people doing this for a long time, but if it starts getting cloudy or if it starts getting stringy, that's not the tea. That's the bacteria growing. You want to throw that out. So, so, so growing up, my mom would make sun tea all the time and we would give her a bad time because she wouldn't use cold water she would use hot water which sped up the process but the water that came out of the tap in our house was well over 130 and so we would give her a bad time because it's not really sun tea i mean you're not really letting the sun do the work you've already got the hot water and the tea bags i mean you're just making tea with hot tap water and then letting it sit outside for a while. I mean, the sun's really not doing the steeping for you. It's really the hot water that's... But anyway, okay, mom, that's fine. You just use, use sun tea away and, you know, let it sit outside. Um, but but you're really not letting the sun do its work. You're, you're So she was right. I can't believe I'm saying this. But because she was doing it with water that was hotter than 130 degrees to begin with, she was healthier than just setting it out. Is that what you're saying? Probably. Um, but once you set it out in the sun, that hot water would drop. So it's only it, getting cooler from there. It's, That's all, true. it's only getting cooler. So it's working its way towards the magic bacteria bathwater temperature. <laughs> so, so what the article basically said is, look, you can do this hot or cold, but don't do it in the sun. So boil the tea, make the tea, or you, what you can do is cold brew it. Which is basically take a bottle, fill it with water, put your tea bags in it, screw the top on, put it in your fridge, and the tea will st- it will still turn into tea. It, it just it'll still it'll still eventually it become tea. It's a long time. Yeah, but do it overnight. 
So just put it in overnight. It stays it stays a safe temperature all night, and then you're fine because it's it always stays cold. So it either needs to stay cold or it needs to stay really hot. But the thing that you're doing that reminds you of your childhood, it's actually the worst possible thing you could do. And that's the thing you learned this week. After we made two pots of it, yes. <laughs> How do you feel? <laughs> You take your temperature lately. You have a cough. It's not the tea. Sorry, I was I was, I was wondering why that last batch was a little chewy. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything for this week? I learned. I learned you can't use Mick Jagger on a Zazzle mug. I guess I'm just going to go with that. Not without paying him. Nope. Everybody gets paid, especially Mick Jagger. <laughs> Musical note, our theme, Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod, available on in Competech.com under a Creative Commons attribution license. Thanks, as always, to Podbean for hosting. You can also uh, find us on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can tweet at us at Talking to Todd. Our website is still TalkingToTodd.com. Thanks for listening. We're glad you stuck with us through this. I hope you enjoyed it. You can, as always, send your feedback to Todd at <laughs> feedback at talking to Todd.com. We do read everything. Do, yes. do I have access to that email? <laughs> you do. Said send feedback to Todd. What? You're kind of spacing off while I was reading the thank yous, weren't you? All of a sudden I heard my name. And I'm like, wait, what? Am I back? <laughs> we read, we literally read every piece of feedback that we get. It doesn't take long. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Send us your feedback at feedback at talking to Todd.com. I don't know. Todd, do you have, Todd, do you have anything else? Should we thank our guests? <laughs> the new part of the show where we thank our guests that didn't show up. Um, Joe, have a safe drive to, uh, to Notre Dame and back. L- Lucas, uh, congratulations on, uh, on, on, on leaving high school. And, and, and Mark. And- Mark, congratulations on uh, on on a new team. Um, I know you're. I know you're looking forward to it. Until next week, when we report on the score of the last Union Berlin game, we've been talking to Todd. It's catchy. I find myself humming it around the house. That's just a little, it's a little sad. I was, I was listening to our last week's episode a couple of days ago. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's catchy. You listen to something long enough. You're going to pick it up whether you want to or not.